Welcome to Playing With Fire, the podcast that turns challenges into habits, habits into lifestyles, and lifestyles into a better you. I am your host, Scott Rickens, and each month we will explore a new mental, physical, or fiscal challenge together. With tears of commitment and built-in accountability, there will be something for everyone. We are committing to 12 months, 12 challenges, 21 days apiece. We're gonna test new ways to live better together. It's time to uncouple our self-worth from our net worth so we can all live a rich, happy, and fulfilled life. This month, we are challenging ourselves with practicing gratitude. Those who practice gratitude report feeling better, find it easier to express kindness and compassion, and clinical trials have indicated dramatic and lasting effects in a person's life. According to Robert A. Emmons, professor of psychology at UC Davis, practicing gratitude can lower blood pressure, improve immune function, and facilitate more efficient sleep. The benefits of practicing gratitude seem too good to be true. So this month, we are putting it to the test. But before we do, I want to give some quick love to our sponsor for making this podcast possible. When Tay and I first started out on our fire journey, one of the first goals we set was saving up for a six-month emergency fund. Six months of expenses, always there when you need it. And once we reached our goal, we were surprised at the immediate sense of freedom it provided. And to hold that money over the long term, we wanted to find a home for our emergency fund that would allow us to combat inflation and make it super easy to access in times of need. And that's where Ally Bank came into our lives. Ally has fantastic savings accounts with very competitive APYs and no monthly maintenance fees. Ally Bank has been voted the best online bank by money, NerdWallet, and Bankrate, and they've been around for nearly 20 years. Their customer service is awesome, and it's super easy to set up an account. Ally Bank is a perfect fit for us, and have also helped us make this podcast. We think they'd be a great fit for you too. So if you're saving up for an emergency fund, saving for a new home, whatever it is, consider opening an Ally account today. According to the Googles, gratitude is the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness. According to the Merriam-Webster dictionary, gratitude is the state of being grateful. The word gratitude is derived from the Latin word gratia, which is meant to convey grace, graciousness, or gratefulness depending on the context. Gratitude is a thankful appreciation for what an individual receives or experiences. It's common to recognize that the source of gratitude lies at least partially outside of ourself. This outward reflection can lead to a connection with something larger than ourselves, a connection to others, our spirituality, nature, and even the benign. But it's even more than that. Gratitude is a deep feeling, a state of mind, an emotion, and we can cultivate it. Dozens of studies have shown that gratitude can be practiced and improved upon like a skill. You can train yourself to increase your propensity for gratitude and improve your ability to notice opportunities for gratitude to be practiced. To improve our ability to practice gratitude, there are a few layers we should be made aware of. Intensity. This refers to the depth of the feeling, from a slight emotional tug to overflowing tears. It's possible to miss a grateful response, as they can be slight or passed off as a separate emotion. Becoming more aware of that which you are grateful for will get you closer to the truth. Frequency. 
This is the ease with which grateful feelings are elicited. Can you remember the last time you felt what can be definitely considered gratitude? If so, how long has it been? And span. The span is the number of different things for which a person can be grateful for at the same time. Gratitude doesn't have to be a singular feeling, incident, or epiphany. And the more open we are to this, the more we can appreciate. According to Harvard, the intensity of those with a highly grateful personality have the highest correlation with well-being. For everyone else, the frequency of their grateful feelings are more important for impacting well-being. So it seems we first must understand what kind of gratitude personality we have. Is the intensity of the emotion that which makes waves in your ocean? If so, you'll want to spend considerable time evaluating your life and what means the most to you and ensure you are surrounding yourselves with that which you appreciate most and create a mechanism to do the appreciating. Is it the number of hits on the radio like me? If so, the more often we are in a grateful mood, the more likely we are to experience gratitude. Regardless of who you are, gratefully speaking, it seems we're on our way to a healthier, happier life. This is exciting. It seems as if it's possible to cultivate this self-perpetuating trait. We can literally bring gratitude to life where it will stay alive on its own. Uh, so why is gratitude so hard for us to practice naturally? The Greek Stoic philosopher Epictetus wrote, He is a wise man who does not grieve for the things which he has not, but rejoices for those which he has. If you haven't spent much time thinking about happiness, and I ask you, when was the last time you were truly happy? How would you respond? You might consider the last time you went out for a really nice meal, or the day you bought that car you always wanted, or whatever it is. You may have subconsciously also noticed that those happy moments were fleeting. They just don't last that long. Perhaps, like me, you equated that to a flaw in your own system. I felt like something was wrong with me not being able to sustain joy even when my life was filled with privileged things and experiences. Well, it turns out I was simply on the hedonic treadmill, also known as hedonic adaptation. Hedonic adaptation is a theory that humans will eventually return to their baseline level of happiness regardless of what happens to them. This is the root theory behind the famous quote, money doesn't buy happiness. Imagine you've been drinking tin can, lukewarm, grocery store coffee your entire life. You don't think much of it, uh, but it's all you know and it wakes you up. Then one day, an ironic mustache-wearing gentleman who calls himself a barista spends 10 minutes making you a pour-over with a freshly roasted Antigua volcanic bean. He goes on to explain the coffee he is brewing has a sophisticated, heavy taste, as well as a strong and refined aroma with hints of smoke. Due to the frequent contact with ocean trade winds, this Guatemalan blend occasionally delights with a light, bright flavor and pronounced acidic tones. <sighs> Holy coffee high! You are in a hedonistic heaven. Now, say that person goes back every single day for another cup. You talk to that same coffee drinker six months later, and they will likely be unable to feel that same intense amazement and happiness they felt on day one. That's because humans adapt to their surroundings, which is wonderful for survival in the wild, but somewhat terrifying for surviving in the modern world of endless products, experiences, and nonsense we are subjected to every single day, 5,000 times a day. Instead, we need to step off the treadmill and gain control of our lives. What might bring us a sustained state of joy 
is the ability to feel and express gratitude for the barista spending the time to make that coffee just right, for the workers who cultivated and harvest that bean, for the clean water used to brew the coffee, for the artist who made the mug you are drinking the coffee from, and the shopkeep who made the bold decision to open that coffee shop and take the chance on that mustachian beginner barista. It's more about the wonder of the universe that allowed that coffee to taste so good and the unbelievable luck that you have to get to enjoy it. It's not about the material thing. It's about appreciating the material thing and everything it took to will that into existence. These days, you can't find many people who champion materialism as a happiness solution. Numerous studies have shown materialism harms psychological well-being. And that's not to say all material things are inherently bad. Many new technologies improve our baseline well-being and standard of living, and strong economies due to high economic motivation can literally motivate us to explore space and advance the human journey. But on an individual level, Materialism is strongly correlated with reduced well-being and increased rates of mental disorders. There is a case to be made that materialism and gratitude are inversely related, and that most of us fall prey to materialism whether we intend to or not. Brene Brown mused, what separates privilege from entitlement is gratitude. Uh, by the way, I love Brene Brown. Find her Netflix special and watch it uh, and thank me later. Okay, moving on. We can escape this entitled, materialistic, hedonic treadmill nightmare. There is hope. According to Summer Allen, a writer and PhD from Brown University, gratitude might feel harder or maybe just less natural for some of us. The good news is research suggests we may be able to train ourselves to become more grateful. That gratitude journaling will build your gratitude muscle. A 2017 analysis of 38 gratitude studies concluded that Gratitude interventions can have positive benefits for people in terms of their well-being, happiness, life satisfaction, grateful mood, grateful disposition, and positively affect them, and they can result in decreases in depressive symptoms. Research by UC Davis psychologist Robert Emmons, author of Thanks, How the New Science of Gratitude Can Make You Happier, shows that simply keeping a gratitude journal, regularly writing brief reflections on moments for which we're thankful, can significantly increase well-being and life satisfaction. It seems we all have a shot at happiness, and now we have some tactics to consider. So let's move on. What are the benefits to flexing your state of gratitude? Many studies suggest your mental and physical health are positively affected by practicing gratitude. People who practice gratitude report an increase in sleep quality, sleep duration, and a decrease in time to fall asleep. As you might already know, sleep is a significant component of your overall health and well-being. It allows your body to repair itself and reset for the following day. It has been found to prevent weight gain, heart disease, decrease illness duration, and stress levels. It's incredibly important. Those who are more grateful are more social. And so not only do they perceive the environment to be more benevolent, but actually make it so by helping others more frequently and accumulating social capital. So gratitude is contagious. People who keep a gratitude journal have a reduced dietary fat intake, as much as 25% lower. Stress hormones like cortisol are 23% lower in grateful people. So you're getting better sleep, which prevents weight gain, and practicing gratitude, which reduces your dietary fat intake. Time to add a new notch to that belt and pull it tight. Studies have also suggested a daily gratitude practice reduce the effects of aging to the brain. 
and significantly increase well-being and life satisfaction. So it seems there are mental and physical reasons to challenge ourselves to practice gratitude on the daily. Sleep better, be more social, get sick less often, lose weight, reduce aging to the brain, and increase well-being. Whew. So there you have it. Many of us would like to feel happier. Practicing gratitude has been proven to do just that. We've established a problem and found a potential solution to that problem. We've modeled each challenge around the habit loop. There are four phases of the habit loop. The cue, the craving, the response, and the reward. According to James Clear, the cue triggers a craving, which motivates a response, which provides a reward, which satisfies the craving, and ultimately becomes associated with that original cue. Together, these four steps form a neurological feedback loop. Cue, craving, response, reward. Cue, craving, response, reward. That ultimately allows you to create automatic habits. He suggests we split these four steps into two phases, the problem phase and the solution phase. The problem phase includes the cue and the craving, and it is when you realize that something needs to change. The solution phase includes the response and the reward, and it's when you take action and achieve the change you desire. So if I have this right, we've cued your acknowledgement of the problem, we could be happier, and proposed a new habit that will incite a reward creating a craving for that reward. We can be happier through practicing gratitude. We are not as happy as we would like to be. Practicing gratitude could make us happier, so we crave the result that practicing gratitude promises, AKA cue craving. All behavior is driven by the desire to solve a problem. Sometimes the problem is that you notice something good and you want to obtain it. Sometimes the problem is that you are experiencing pain and you want to relieve it. Either way, the purpose of every habit is to solve the problems you face. So we are asking you to join us next week as we put this information to the test in the form of a habit together. So now the real party starts. I get to bring in my co-host and beautiful wife, Taylor. Hi, Taylor. Hello, Hello. Scott. How are you? I'm lovely. I'm so, feeling grateful to be here. Ooh, we're okay. Let's kick it off. You <laughs> just heard that entire monologue uh, that took me a couple days to write, which is sad, and hopefully I can get better at this. I think you sounded really nice. Thank you. Thank you. I'm getting pretty good at reading things. Yeah, that's Read good. Read that whole audio book. So is our four-year-old. <sighs> we have work to do on that front, I think. <laughs> she needs to get better at it, don't you think? Was that a dig at me? Kind of. Damn it. It was just, I missed you know, it. yeah. So what are your thoughts? Uh, I'm dragging you into this whole thing. I'm dragging you into doing challenges. I know you're really excited about that. Um, what do you think about this challenge? The challenge of um, practicing gratitude? I think that, how do I keep getting roped into all this? <laughs> I think is number one. Number two... I wish you would call it an adventure so I could really get behind it because challenge sounds hard. I know, right? Yeah. We're going on an adventure, everybody. <laughs> this is an adventure to be happier <laughs> and to live a better life. Oh, okay, good. Does that sound, sound like better? Does yeah, that sound I, like a fun adventure to go on? Yeah, okay. I feel better. I'm okay. ready. All right, good. <laughs> All uh, right. Gratefulness. I love gratefulness. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm a very grateful person in general. You are. When you were hearing that, uh, did you find yourself uh, leaning one way or the other? Are you a frequency or an intensity I, person? I think I'm kind of both. 
You are? You feel it hugely and you get it all the time? So you've already mastered gratitude? I mean, no. I feel like the audience needs to know that I have a hard time finding things about myself that I need to work on. And that's a flaw of mine. Mm. Um, yes. It's, it's, it's a really terrible quality, actually. I mean, that might be a little strong, but <laughs> it comes with its disadvantages. <laughs> no, I, in all seriousness, I feel like I, um, I think more, I'm more frequency than intensity. Okay. I think I'm more, I, I feel it frequently. Yeah. I, I don't know really how intensely I feel it. Yeah. But I was finding myself more comparing you and me during that. What do you mean? Like thinking about how you are and I am, you're, you know, a little, I think more serious and a little bit less like enthusiastic every single day. That's kind of your personality. Yeah. And I find myself a little bit more carefree. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if there's any like relation to that of like how if you're maybe more intense, you feel gravity and maybe I feel it frequently. And so that gives me a little booster. Well, gravity, I think we're feeling at the same, same exact uh just, just gratitude. But yeah, but gratitude, I, I actually do completely side with the intensity side. I feel like at times I can be completely overcome with gratitude for things and feel like like on the brink of tears uh, because I'm, I'm, it's, it's hitting me so intensely. But those moments are fleeting and they don't happen very often. Yeah. And um, I, you know, and I, I think I need to create systems in my life so that I can increase the frequency with which I feel gratitude and not seek or feel the necessity to have it be ultra intense. Mm -hmm. They can be small hits. Um, and it totally makes sense if you kind of vibe more with frequency because mm -hmm. I, I, I see that I see that, you know, you have, it doesn't take you much to be happy about something or let's say grateful about something. Mm -hmm. And I envy that for sure. I don't envy the other part you were just talking about previously, how you are overly confident in your <laughs> abilities to do everything and who you are as a person, all that stuff. And that can manifest as a fun Tay-Tay. <laughs> but uh, when we're in arguments about things, it is not a good time. There's no gratefulness for that. No. I was thinking a little bit more in detail about you said it's not a singular feeling, mm -hmm. um, which I hadn't really thought of that before. I know. I, I That caught me up too when I found it, that you can have multiple like feelings of gratitude at the same time, that, that your love cup you know, is bigger than you think it is. Like you, It's not like a singular thing, like, oh, I feel grateful for this now, and now I feel grateful for this. It, you can actually feel uh, multiple like levels of gratitude at the same time for multiple things. I hadn't thought of it like that either. Yeah. I thought that was a really wonderful thing to think about. And I'd like to put that into practice because mm -hmm. I do feel like I'm very, you know, just one area at each time, give that amount of gratitude and then I move on. Right. I don't expand right. my gratitude. Well, there you go. So that that alone, even though you feel like you're already practicing gratitude to some you know, on some level, it feels like that alone, it could be, uh, you know, something that you can aspire to. I also feel like that reminded me of a book I read. Mm -hmm. I don't know if we're into talking about books that we read. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know this book because it's like one of my favorite books and I feel like I gift it to everyone. But Which one? It's called The Happiness Advantage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That book talks a lot about how happiness and well-being correlate. So I'm interested to see how gratitude comes into that. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of correlation in that book to gratitude. Cool. Yeah, I, I remember that book. I think I think there's some kind of happiness list in that book. 
And I think that might be where I came up with the idea to ask you to write down that happiness list when we first got into the whole fire thing. Hmm. I'm pretty sure that's where it came from. Because I've been wondering, because I'm like, I didn't come up with that on my own. No, you definitely didn't. You know, I like that came from somewhere, but I could not remember where it came from. Yeah, I don't think it's that book. It's not that book. I feel like there's a couple other happiness books on our shelf we got to look at. Well, if you come across it, let me know, because, you know, I'm sort of, you know, the happiness list is kind of our thing over here because it's something that's fairly ownable. It's like, I mean, it's proprietary in the in the sense that I don't know anybody else talking about doing a top 10 happiness list as you start your fire journey, but a top 10 happiness list can't be new. No. Everything's a remix anyway. Nothing's really original these days. But uh, anyway, if you come across that, let me know because I am curious. And okay. anyone listening too, if you know about top 10 happiness lists, hit me up. Let me know where the source is. I want to give them credit. Anyway. Um, okay, cool. Well, do you feel like you practice gratitude naturally? Do you feel like you practice it intentionally today? I think it's a part of my my life. I don't think intentional i wouldn't classify it as like an intentional act mm -hmm. okay so you are you excited for this challenge then yeah i tried I to like, pick one you might like i was gonna say you're not like taking away my alcohol or making me work out or right. doing any of those really hard ones so yet i like this one <laughs> good you, you need me to be excited about this i, I do need you to be excited about this <laughs> According Don't to James Clear, we got to get some rewards going before okay, you know, before ready. I queue up the next ones. I'm ready. Um, well, for me, I, uh, as you may know, I have that five-minute journal book. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. I haven't really talked about it with you much because it's no. kind of a personal thing I do. I just go through it every night when you fall asleep. I was wondering about that today. Mm -hmm. Have you ever read my gratitude Your diary? journal? It is my diary. It's my diary. <laughs> It's like a little five minute diary. It's hilarious. No, I, just, I go through like one page every like. <laughs> Have you really nights. ever opened it? No. no. Okay. Oh my gosh, no. You can. It's, no, there's I, nothing <laughs> secret in there. I I don't really have a ton of time for that, but okay, I appreciate fine. that. Fine. If you don't care about my journal, that's fine. <laughs> you don't have to open it. Jeez. Um. Well, I don't remember exactly where I found it. Uh. But I, you know, that was one of those pre-fire twenty-five dollar buys that I, you know, in the back of my head, I'm like, am I really going to use this? Um, I really do use it and I go through spurts, you know, I kind of go in waves. I'll, I'll write in it for a week or two straight and then I'll for, you know, kind of forget. And then all of a sudden it'll, it'll come out of my backpack or something. And then, you know, it, or I try to bring it on a vacation and then I don't journal it all on vacation. And then it sits in that backpack that I use for a vacation, which isn't the one I use for my coffee shop runs or whatever. I work remote in coffee shops anyway. Um, so I go through spurts, but when I'm using it, I really love it. And it is actually a gratitude journal, basically, where it asks you uh, the same questions every day about what you're grateful for and mm -hmm. what would make today great and things like that. And it's got a little, you know, aspirational quote. And it really takes like five minutes, which is really nice because who the heck has time to sit down and journal? Or you know? read their spouse's journal. Or read their spouse's journal. <laughs> right. Nobody. And so... That's one of the things, that's one of the goals that I have with this podcast is we want to try to distill these challenges or these adventures down to something that's, you know, attainable for everyone, that's possible to do for just about everyone. Because, um, you know, we're always trying to eliminate the excuses, mm -hmm. you know. Um, it's easy to find excuses these days with how busy we are with everything. Um, I feel like you're abnormally good, though, about not making excuses. Thank you. Which kind I of think makes... it's because I'm allergic to them because I know I know who I am and I can very easily get an excuse going and then, you know, that's my new reality. 
So I'm trying to fight against that every day. I feel like I'm a good, I don't know what the word is, juxtaposition. That's not it. Mm -mm. I feel like I'm a good um, comparison Mm -hmm. to you because I am all about the excuses. So Hmm. I don't know. You think so? I I don't really see you like that. Really? I don't, well, maybe. Well, no, it's not excuses. Like when it comes to like bettering yourself? I don't know. I don't feel like it's excuses. I feel like you, um, you get stubborn. You get like stubborn in the way that you are now and you're like, no, I'm not going to do that. This is the way I am. Is that my voice? I don't know. No, it's definitely not. No. <laughs> I can't do your voice. I know. I'm bad at impressions in you general. You are. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to stay away from that. But I... Anyway, well, I'm excited because I feel like you're going to be the motivator behind this and okay. I'm going to try and stick with it because I feel like this is a good one. Yeah. And well, you're going to try... I hope you're going to try okay. to stick with all of them because okay, okay. we're doing 12 of these. <clears throat> For the next year how many are we doing 12 it's not like that many lot. okay no over over the next year and another thing to, that i wanted to, wanted to say about it is like we don't have to stick with these habits after we've tried them mm. so we're gonna you know implement a, a challenge we're gonna implement an adventure we're gonna implement um you know the potential for a habit into our lives and then depending on how much you like it after the 21 days that we do it together all together you, me, and everyone who's listening and who wants to join us, um, then we get to decide if we want to continue that habit. And so the last episode, we'll talk about how to continue that habit if you want to implement it into your life. Mm. Um, and kind of, you know, it's almost like, uh, go, go now, little butterfly, and spread your wings. And um, But, you know, we'll all do these, these 12 challenges together for 21 days and essentially give it the old college try, you know? Yeah. At the very least, for three weeks, you can say you tried it. And I think by three weeks, you can decide within three weeks. You're not going to develop the habit necessarily. Apparently, um, habits are formed uh, on an average of 66 days. Hmm. And it's like totally dependent on the actual habit you're trying to form and who you are as a person and like all these environmental factors. And that makes sense, right? Not all, not all habits are created equal. And so like the minimum amount of time it takes, I think it's something like eight days. And then the, the maximum amount of time is, is something like 200 days or something. So the average ends up being like 66 days. Hmm. And, um, and so, you know, from what I can tell, like if you do something for three weeks, you're going to know if you like it or not. You're going to know, you're going to feel like, you know, hey, I've got a response here that's positive or this really isn't doing it for me. And, and so it feels like it's not too much of a commitment, right? Where you're yeah. like, man, I'm really uh, trudging through this thing. But it's not nothing. Yeah. You know? So right. I think that's a nice, it's a nice system mm-hmm. for what we're trying to do here, which is develop habits together. Yeah. I like yeah. it. I, I feel like I'm game. Yeah. So, I mean, full disclosure, I mean, I've already said it, but I do have this gratitude journal so that, you've I, got a leg up that I write in it's not that it's not at a leg up but it's like I've done this before I've practiced this okay but you know I haven't done it for three weeks straight hmm. ever okay so that's going to be interesting I literally I, I looked at the journal and the longest I've gone is like seven days hmm. <laughs> interesting so that's your drop off of gratitude yeah like, so I'm done with I this. do it for seven days so that was pretty special because I went all five days on, in the working day and the weekend, hmm. which was like, whoa. And I remember patting myself on the back on that Sunday and being like, man, this is really starting to catch on. And then I didn't do it on that <laughs> following Monday. <laughs> so I do think it's important, you know, go three weeks, see how it feels. And um, what I'm really interested in, apparently, this is a muscle, right? That you can start really 
working out. And so how interesting, out. right? So how interesting would it be if we journal for three weeks and we literally start noticing ourselves being happier? Like I, I can't even imagine. I mean, you probably won't notice because you already are happy a lot, but I don't know. Lately, have you been that happy? <laughs> We've been hit with the flu. <laughs> Our daughter's been sick forever. Uh, Your back hurts. I know. Like you're getting old, old mama. Sorry. I'm one click away from not being on here, <laughs> mister. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's great. I think let's try it. And, you know, it, so it, it kind of reminds me of like the, you can always go back, Taylor. You know, you always throw that at me. Mm-hmm. And like when I'm scared of change or like doing something new, yeah. it's like, what's the worst case scenario? Like it doesn't work out and you just go back to being like you were. Right. So like if this gratitude example really sucks, which it doesn't sound like it will no. or it could because it's really nice this and one's lovely. Really easy. Yeah. Um, but like if it did, okay. So three weeks out of your life, then you can go back to not being grateful. Yeah, totally. <laughs> if it doesn't help. Yeah, just go back to your curmudgeon yeah, totally. nasty self, right? <laughs> not you. <laughs> but like the person yeah, got that it. we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to stop now. <clears throat> you should. Okay. It's time for the next phase. Okay. Well, I'll get into the next phase. Let's do it. I've got that ready. So how do you join us? Uh, well, that's easy. Uh, you can join our email list so you don't miss the challenge steps or the challenge episodes. Uh, you join our Facebook group so uh, we can all learn from each other as we go along. And that's a place where we're definitely going to be uh, adding polls and we're going to be posing questions and, um, you know. Doing workouts together. I oh, know. I'm just kidding. Boom. There you go. Yeah. It'll be fun. Um, I'm not a huge fan of social media and you're not even on social media. I'm not on social media. So you'll be kind of posting through me, I guess. I'll have to ask you some questions and post no. it on there for you and whatnot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, you know, Facebook kind of sucks, but it is amazing for things like this, right? It's the most incredible way to bring a, a group of people together. So it, it has its, it has its positive uh, attributes. Um, and you can follow us on the socials, uh, specifically Instagram. I actually like Instagram a lot. Um, I, in my personal Instagram, I follow all these awesome artists and creators, which is kind of how I started on Instagram. And I, I just love it. Um, but I don't get sucked into it. You know, I, I feel like I'm, I'm lucky in that regard because I've been around the block with social so long. I was in college when Facebook happened and you still needed a college uh, email address to even get a Facebook account. So like, it's kind of, I don't get sucked in. I, I like, I'm aware that it can suck you in like a, um, like a casino slot machine. So I kind of stay off of it for the most part, but it's nice to get on there every once in a while and say, Hey, what's going on Instagrams. And, um, this gives us a reason to post on Instagram. And what I want to do is, um, every single day that we're doing these challenges, I want to post daily on the stories on Instagram, uh, showing that we're doing this thing not only as an accountability metric for ourselves, but also uh, to inspire other people and remind them to uh, to get on it themselves. I so that said, uh, you know, with Facebook, it's facebook.com forward slash playing with fire. Yes, we got the playing with fire handle. And uh, Instagram, it is play with fire co, play with fire co. Uh, and that's the same on Twitter. Uh, we're on Twitter here and there. It's nice to have some dialogue on Twitter, but I don't think we'll use it much for this competition or I'm sorry. I've never done a tweet. For this challenge podcast. You've never tweeted? I've never tweeted. Done a tweet? People don't say that. You haven't done a tweet? I've never done a tweet. <laughs> <laughs> and um, cool. So that'll be fun. And then finally, uh, 
let's call this a prerequisite. It's uh, you have to set up a stick account. So it's stick with two K's, S-T-I-C-K-K. It's free. Um, and they have an Android and an iOS app. So that's really nice. So nice. just about everybody will be able to do it. And uh, it will provide uh, our daily reminder and accountability so that we stick with our goals. And it's free. It's free and it's easy. It's like easy to use. And they're going to update the UI UX on it too. So it'll even be nicer, like, you know, hopefully sooner than later um, than it already is. But it's pretty good right now. Um, and I've used it, you know, we, we tested it out and stuff and it's it's pretty handy. And, it, and, and the accountability part, it seriously works. So... Like I recently did, and you know you you know this because you've been watching me do it. I recently did a fifty push-ups a day challenge for thirty days with some buddies, um, and I did them every single day. Like I missed like two days. His arms are so amazing. <laughs> stop! Stop it! What they are? Stop. I meant that as a no, nice you one. Didn't. I swear. No, you did. My sarcastic humor is just not for everyone, including my husband. They. I really think they look great. Thank you. They, they got a little and, bit bigger. And I feel like you've been working really hard. And I'm I really proud of you. Hard. I mean that. Thank that you. was like a loving, that was a loving sarcasm. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. Okay. I'm grateful for that. Okay. Uh, for that loving I sarcasm to, I want you to, comment. I want you to lift me up land. with your strong arms <laughs> and do one of those dirty dancing moves. You know, that actually like blew out uh, his knee Who? when he was doing that. Um, Ryan Reynolds. No. What? Ryan Gosling. Oh yeah. Ryan Gosling does it in... Uh, What's crazy, that movie with crazy, crazy, sexy, stupid love? Yep. That's, that's an awesome movie. I know. I got to say. Okay, anyway, Steve Carell is amazing. Yeah. yeah the, the dirty dancing uh, move, uh, Patrick Swayze, he, when he was lifting up uh, Jennifer Gray, Gray, Jennifer Gray, I almost said Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, he in, lifted in up Jennifer dream, Gray, Scott. like he had to do that take like 30 times or something. And, uh, and he blew out his knee doing it. And he got it on like the last take or something. I was watching, there's an awesome Netflix special and it's called like the movies that made us. Mm. And they did like four of them. It was like, uh, where was I sleeping? Reading your it was journal. like home alone, uh, dirty dancing, ghostbusters. Oh. And I can't remember the Is fourth it Jennifer one. Gray? I'm probably wrong. On I think that. you're right. No, okay. I think you're right. And, um, anyway, I highly recommend that, that, uh, series on Netflix. It's awesome. Hmm. So anyway, uh, I uh, I stuck to the 50 day 50 push-ups a day challenge for 30 days because I was held accountable by my friends on on the app and it reminded me to do it every day. That was the biggest thing. It actually I actually just needed the reminder. Mm -hmm. And it was a notification on my phone. It's a push notification. It's really simple and then you know, you just jump on the app, you know, you record that you did the thing. So, you know, there is there is an element of like if you're lazy and you don't want to do it, but you want to check in i guess you can do that but you're only cheating yourself so don't be doing that mm -hmm. um and it's kind of cool because you can actually do like a video journal on it so you can prove that you did it and i recommend that too because uh it it holds you accountable that was a real thing like there were nights where i was like it's late i don't feel like doing my 50 push-ups i would rather not do this right now <laughs> but because i had to put a little video on there uh so that my friends would believe me i did it and That's i'm glad awesome. i did so um and it paid off and it's paying off I, it actually did create a habit i don't use the app anymore and i'm still doing 50 push-ups a day most days so that's great um it's awesome so uh also uh bonus feature you can create an accountability metric by putting up your hard-earned money as an incentive to check in mm. so say you want to make it five dollars a day if you miss a check-in you will be charged five dollars mm. like but, you set that up yourself yeah you okay. set it up yeah so you know, you and I, we're going to do five bucks a day. What? Yeah. That way we're held accountable and we have to get it done. Who gets the so money? Do, if, if... Well, this is where it okay. gets awesome. Okay. So 
uh, that $5 a day, let's say you miss two days, you, you miss out on 10 bucks over the, our, our challenge here. Um, that $10 goes to give well. Oh yeah. I like that. Yeah. So, uh, I'm, I'm kind of incentivized to not do it. I know it's, it's kind of <laughs> an odd thing, but like, let's just all decide that we don't want to spend any money doing the playing with fire challenges. Okay. But if you happen to do this, then guess what? you are giving to charity. That's right. And the cool thing about GiveWell is this is sort of a, I don't even know how to explain it, but it's basically like a um, an offshoot of the altru uh, effective altruism movement. And so the effective altruism movement is this idea that uh, if you're going to you know, donate your time or your energy or your money to charity, uh, to philanthropic causes, that you're doing it as effectively as you possibly can, right? Instead of like the idea was like, okay, it, it costs like forty thousand dollars to train a seeing eye dog, and no one's arguing that a seeing eye dog isn't like an incredible thing for someone who needs a seeing eye dog, a blind person. Um, it can completely and fundamentally change their lives, and it's not to say that a seeing eye dog trainer isn't important, and that a seeing eye dog isn't important. But you could take that same forty thousand dollars and give it to the right person and they could go over to you know a third world country that doesn't have modern medicine and cure blindness like there's people that are sitting around blind where the blindness has a cure and they could cure like a hundred thousand people with that 40 grand you know it, it, that might be a little bit of a stretch but the, the idea is that you can do way more good with that money your dollars go going that route further. than than going the route of the seeing eye dog so um anyway give well is is a is a uh, basically it's a charity checker it, it it has a really stringent uh filter for the types of charities that it supports and they write the checks to the charities that will do the most good with that money so that's awesome because we don't have to do the work of finding the right charity to uh donate to mm -hmm. we just donate to give well and they put those dollars to work so the cool thing is a stick is actually going out of their way to do this. They did not have GiveWell set up. Um, and I talked to them. They're an awesome team. And they, uh, they, they said, sure, we'll, awesome. we'll just pool your money together in like every quarter or something. We'll put it all together and we'll send it to GiveWell. And I said, that's excellent. Perfect. Yeah. I love that. So uh, we will do good for ourselves with these challenges and we'll do good for the world if you don't do the challenge. <laughs> so it's a win-win. <laughs> Uh, putting up the money and doing that whole thing, it's totally voluntary, but we encourage you to do it um, as it is a proven way to help you stick to your goals, like a 250% increase in wow. your ability to stick to the goal. Yeah, yeah I don't want to lose my money. No, and it's the most good that you can do at the same time. Mm. So Okay, good. Okay, we will provide a detailed explanation of how to create a stick account in the show notes, um, but you may not need one because just go to the app store and download the stick app and like play around with it until you figure it out. Uh, but the big thing is, is, uh, we will have a code that you can, uh, drop in and you'll see a, a time to do that. And, um, that code will be gratitude and it's all lowercase. So lowercase, lowercase gratitude, and then you'll find our challenges and then you'll be in our system. All right. Next real quick. I want to talk about choose your adventure. Uh, we'll be establishing three levels in which to participate in this challenge. Did you change calling it from a challenge to an adventure since I said I want it to be called an adventure? No, I, I wrote level. What are you talking about? Oh, next, choose your adventure. Aww, You're kidding me. You know me so well. See? Okay. All right, so now I got you on board. Sorry. That's okay. We're going to do three levels. Level one is keep a journal every day. So, you know, 
I recommend this five minute journal. Yes, it's twenty five dollars. It's on Amazon. Go get it. It's it. But you know, if you don't have twenty five bucks or you're saving money and you're being super frugal, you don't need it. You can just get a regular notebook or you know a cheap notebook or something like that. But you're gonna have to write in the prompt questions every day and all that stuff. And look, if you can do that, do that. We're all about it. Um, I like the the book itself. It's it's got a really nice cover. It's kind of like a cloth kind of cover. Mm. It 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 incentivizes me to pull it out of my bag and use it. One. Two, it's got a nice weight to it. It's not too heavy. It's not too big. It's not too bulky. So it's easy to take with me on traveling, like trips and stuff like that. Um, so I like it. And if you're looking for it, you can find it in the show notes. We're going to link it there. And um, it'll have like a one of those codes that tracks it. So if you buy it, you'll be hooking us up a little bit too, which is nice because that helps us uh, actually make this darn thing. Mm. So uh, keep a journal every day. Level one. That's it. That's all you have to do. Every day you write five minutes in this journal and you've... Uh, completed the challenge level two you keep the journal uh and you post your gratitude uh on social daily so you go on facebook go on instagram whatever it is your preferred method and you tell your friends your family your followers what you're grateful for that day Hmm. um and i think that's a really nice like additional practice to writing it down in that book quietly by yourself you know to actually get out there and and say it out loud because you're also spreading that gratitude and spreading that that happiness and then uh, the last piece to level two is smile before every meal. Oh, what do you think about that? I like that. I do too. It's kind of cute. Yeah, it's kind of like saying grace or something. You know, you're just like sitting down to eat, which is an amazing thing in and of itself. And you smile about it. Mm-hmm. And apparently just the act of smiling is something that can bring out more gratitude in your life and make you a happier person. So level three, dun, dun, dun. expert level. I didn't call these beginner, intermediate, and expert because I don't want it to denote that I don't you're want that. lesser than if I, you go I level like, one. I like one, two, three. Level one, two, three. Yeah. Right? So I'm thinking about you guys. But um, level three, you keep a journal. You post on social daily. You smile before every meal. You write a letter to a friend, a loved one, a coworker, a barista, whatever it is, whoever it is, every day. Every for day? 21 days. And you deliver it to them. That's a lot. You're really spreading the gratitude now, though think about that like it can be a neighbor it can be someone you don't even know it's, it could be somebody it you could see be a post-it and note sees you but you haven't talked before and also like a letter feels aggressive what about just like a post-it note oh can it be that's that? what i mean okay. yeah i'm glad you brought that up okay. it can be anything where it's correspondence to that person okay. it's a note write a note that could be a note via facebook it could be a note via instagram okay and there's one more level to level three okay create a gratitude station in your home mm. So this is, to me, this is kind of like you're committing to doing this for the long run by, by choosing level three, probably, because I think that creating a gratitude station in your house is going to really solidify the habit. And what a gratitude station is, is basically you get a jar or some kind of thing that works in your house that's a vessel that can receive gratitude notes and even better is throw a little post-it thing there with a, you know, with a pen. And the idea is that anytime you're feeling gratitude or you notice something you're grateful for, you write it down, you stick it in your gratitude jar and you have this little gratitude station in your house. And then, um, what's cool about that is you can a watch it fill up and realize how lucky you are. And it's a nice reminder. Um, B you could even, you know, set up like uh, a gratitude night, right? Like maybe once a week, once a month, something like that, depending on how big your household is and how fast that jar is filling up. And you sit around and you read them hmm. as a family. I like that. Right? Or with your roommate. Or if you're by yourself, like call up your mom and get her on FaceTime and read, read off them. your 
gratitude list, you know? Oh, I like that. You know, whoever, whoever, whatever loved one you have in your life that you can share it with. So. I want a gratitude station. A gratitude station. I feel like that one. Yeah, that, it's a talking that, point, right? That incentivizes me to do number three. Okay. Perfect. I, really, I like because that. Because you like it so much, yeah. the gratitude station. All right. And I feel like for Jovi, I feel like that's a good thing to start young. and. Don't you think? Yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah. Like. Our little girl just like being grateful. I love that. Yeah, I think that's I think it's good. And we've been teaching her the word yeah. grateful Damn, since since she understood English. We knew that that was a word she needed to know because we don't want to raise a spoiled child who isn't grateful for the things that she has. Mm -mm. Um, but this is kind of on a different level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel no, like no, that's, agreed. yeah, that's no, sort of like, just, hey, don't be like spoiled. Yeah, and this yeah. is like, hey, we're going to really appreciate all things and, and yeah. work this muscle out. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, we're going to cover these levels again in depth next week. Okay. Um, but we wanted to share them this week so you can start pre prepping which level works for you and give you time to prepare if you need to set mm. up that station or order that book or even get a notebook and start writing in those prompt questions. We're also going to share prompt questions next week mm. um, that I found. I found quite a few of them. So, you know, that that's just to get your, your, your brain flowing and, you know, get some ideas going and still a little mood board for it. Um, so, yeah. So, um things to buy prepare for get ready for all those things uh so it's pretty it's pretty simple uh gratitude journal that's about it uh, you might want to get a belt a new belt add a new notch on the belt because apparently we're gonna be losing weight by being happy and great i don't want grateful. that you don't need to do that i've been sick you've been sick <laughs> you need to eat more food <laughs> what is that girl wash your face like, girl eat some food yeah <laughs> uh rachel hollis that's yeah. His. yeah um she probably hasn't written that book yet but she, she know, will that might be a little controversial yeah girl eat some I, food <laughs> i was gonna say i feel like yeah no okay um anyway and then the gratitude station if you want to get like a jar or something or you know go find one at a thrift stop thrift store or i don't know maybe have one laying around you could even just use like an empty vase or you could do something whatever you, uh, yeah. odds are you've got a vessel yeah a bowl okay okay um yeah okay well that's it uh most people probably won't even need a thing to participate they probably already have a notebook they probably have probably already have a bowl or whatever but if you want to get crafty uh we will leave it to you uh and we want to see what you plan to use your gratitude station what you're grateful for uh, so we're going to ask you to tag us and use the hashtag playing with fire when posting, please. So we can see it. Uh, and so I can show Taylor cause she doesn't even have this. Stuff, I know. So, yeah. I always miss out. So, uh, all right. Well guys, we're excited about this. This is our first episode. I'm excited. Are you excited? I am. I'm really excited. Good. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's wrap this up so we, we can go make dinner. Can you make dinner? I don't want to make dinner. All right. I'll make dinner. Okay. All right. See you next week. Bye.